<laughs> All right, man. What's going on? <laughs> Another episode of Monday Night Take, man. It is live. We're in the house. I got my Yara Swain. She is back and alive, man. Let me yes, just tell you, yo, this season, man, you go from cold to hot, cold to hot, cold to hot. So, man, it's just been super, super, super duper crazy. But good to be back in the house tonight here for Monday Night Take. Excited to see all of you guys. And we got to tonight's show. We're going to be talking about will earnings season pretty much soar or will we see a plummet in the market this week? We're thinking that tech layoffs could decide the fate of that. So that's what we're going to be talking about here on Monday Night Take. So let's get it. Let's go. That's hundred. y'all man so we are back man back in here hopefully you guys are ready for tonight like i said we got tr back in the house man so i'm super excited for her to be back glad she's feeling better but yo man i mean it's earnings season here right now you know a lot of times people have questions pertaining to earnings season what you know what is what is that whole what is the fate i would say probably the number one thing that we've heard probably the past six months really when it comes to you know, the markets has been, you know, layoffs, whether it was meta platforms, Microsoft, you know, whether, you know, whatever company it was. I mean, we've seen companies like Pinterest lay people off. Like yes. at the end of the day, we've been seeing, you know, these companies lay people, people off left and right. We're about to get Q1 earnings from majority of these tech companies here yes. this week and next week. So, you know, TR, this is really your laying heavy, right? Um, yes. You know, what you really expect um when it comes to these earnings reports this week like with tech layoffs i know you've pretty much been on top of it you know how is that going to affect you know these companies and you know what things could we potentially hear or see this week you know that's in the pipeline so it's really interesting so i actually have like a mix of updates for this so right now we have over 135,000 professionals that were impacted by mm -hmm. tech layoffs and still more are happening I was just told that five more companies will be added to this list as of Thursday and Friday. So right now it's looking very meek. However, there are still a lot of jobs that are still getting added. Still like at these tech companies, it's just going to be at a slower rate. So we're starting. So we should honestly, I would say, expect to see an uptick overall. So I'm, I'm really excited to see like what this is going to look like for Q2 over Q1. Because if you guys think about it, right, in terms of this hiring process, like some jobs, they, they can take up to like like three to five weeks, honestly, right? In terms of that transition. So we're really going to be able to really gauge these numbers, I would say, towards June. OK, yeah. Yeah. OK, so more so towards June, we'll be able to see. And and that was one thing that I heard like here in the first quarter was just listening to different companies and things that they were saying, like they were expecting to lay more people off this coming summer. I believe it was just wasn't it Disney? Was it Disney today that or or yesterday? I think what they laid off like four thousand employees. Told people, Again, um, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of seeing that more and more, and I think it goes back to um, it goes back to what I said on on previous shows. These companies really have just started to be able to examine and see that they're able to now kind of operate at a higher efficiency level. Like with less people, they're figuring out how to get the job done and more efficiently. I know people are, are you know, going crazy, AI this, AI that. I, I do think AI is a part of it, right? But I don't think yeah. it's the whole scope 
also think from just a just a common sense type standpoint now it's like they're looking at the tools that they have and they just want to trim the fat in certain areas that don't make sense because if you look at the targeted uh sectors that you know there's been layoff in um it's not really just been okay you know a bunch of people are getting laid off just for no reason um a lot of times people have been getting laid off because their sector of their company right. has not been performing at the levels that once were in the IE 2020 or IE 2021. So there's some retraction in as far as the production in those people's sectors. And so- Hold on really quickly, Lawrence. So what I will also want to say is, I'm sorry, guys, I'm still, see that? I'm trying, I'm trying. Man, last week I was over here. Right now. I was just going to say, that what's also what we're also starting to see with companies because I've been like catching, I've been reading up on like the poll surveys with PwC as well as different LinkedIn reports. You also have these companies that are making the hiring like targets a lot higher too. So now what yeah. they're starting to do is where they it's like another great way what companies are starting to do is I, want, I don't want to call it grooming, but they're basically making it harder. So now employees are leaving on their own. Like so that's like another avenue to what they're doing as well, along with trying to move out the aging workforce. There's so much, like there's so much, but it's like they have, they're really operating off of like a scarcity mindset from a standpoint, yeah. but then on another end, no, they're also being productive, right? So it's like what you said there too. So I think that I'm just curious to see like what the peaks will be happening in Q2 because a recession will still be happening, whether it will be it will be moderate. And I'm curious to get your opinion on that too, Lawrence. For this yeah, like, I, yeah I, think, I think what you're saying is kind of the exhaustion. So um two there right so heading into even after you know this earnings report we're gonna have in may we're gonna have another federal reserve meeting right and so the federal reserve is more than likely gonna raise interest rates again um more than likely that'll probably be a 25 basis point move um definitely not a 75 and more than likely not a 50. so you know interest rates rates are going to continue to go higher um i think that one one thing that i would say is is with rates going higher that's still going to put more pressure on a lot of these different tech companies because the cost of capital is going to continue to increase. So as far as from an earnings perspective, right, let's talk about that. Like, will earnings soar? Will they plummet this week? I think it's interesting, right, because, you know, when it, when layoffs first started to happen, you know, we talked about the efficiency level, how companies can start operating at a higher efficiency I think that earnings will actually be better this week, right? Um, I think earnings, I, I'm taking the side that earnings will actually end up being better um, than what are expected this week. I think you'll see some decent prints from certain companies, and I think you'll probably see a couple earnings surprises as well, too. I don't think there will be as many earnings misses as maybe what's forecasted. I think some companies will actually be able to, uh, for the most part, be able to beat their, their earnings, and they may not beat them by... I don't expect them to beat them by, you know, a mile or anything like that. But I, I still do think that these companies will be able to have earnings that will be moving in the right trend in the right direction. Yeah. And I think that you'll get a lot of, um, you know, kind of to your point, like tech layoffs, I think, is is one piece of it. I expect more. And we, we kind of highlighted that a couple minutes ago is I expect more. But I just expect these companies to continue to fire on all cylinders at the end of the day. I think that's where it's at with it. Um, I think these companies will start to continue to fire on all cylinders. Um, you know, earnings season right now, you know, when you take a look at the tech layoffs, man, um, you know, it's really decimated. Uh, you know, the the average person that's working at these tech companies that it, it has, you know, seeing 10 
15, 20,000 people, you know, you don't take those things lightly. Um, but I think the translation into the earnings reports this week, I think a company like a Meta Platforms, I'm really super excited to hear from Meta Platforms this week. Um, not just, I, I think Meta Platforms, obviously they they created themselves a new revenue stream, right? With these blue checks, man. And they're, they're making a, they'll be making a lot of money monthly from that. Yeah, um, that that number, that revenue will only continue to grow. And then we take a look at what's the cost of them actually implementing some something like that. I mean, it's like, yo, it's, it's really the cost of them allowing people to have blue checks is like nothing. So, um, you know, I saw. So looking at that, I'm excited to see Meta also from the standpoint is they were a huge part of those tech layoffs. Right. Where they were laying people off several um, times. Yeah, they've several. had about three. Yes. Man, like honestly, like yeah, like mass layoffs right there. So I'm excited too to see where that can be. But it kind of reminds me of Netflix, right? Aren't they introducing like a subscription model now with advertisements? And that's the whole thing that's really crazy about Netflix. It was created so we wouldn't see it, and now we're seeing all of it again. But that just also goes to show you that they need that money too. So yeah, you're seeing how all of them are trying to operate into a debt. So yeah, Amazon started to charge people for for all the returns, another revenue yep. stream. Yep. So they're getting creative with it. These tech companies are getting really creative with it. So, and that's one thing that I've noticed in, in Q1. I've seen a lot of these tech companies really get more creative with how they're, um, you know, trying to really make money, especially in this environment. And it's like the little things, once again, because, you know, they know that, you know, the budgets, you know, for the everyday person may not be the same, right? They, they see these companies are hip, man. They're seeing interest rates being increased, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of these tech companies, they, quite frankly, they're not in favor of interest rates being as high as they are. So they're getting, you know, they're, they're figuring out ways to kind of get the job done. Um, and you've seen a bunch of companies making adjustments, right? Like Tesla, how many price cuts have they done? And, then they increase prices. So you're seeing companies like, yo, I, I would say in Q1, um, if there are companies that are going to miss, it's because they might have tried something that just didn't work. Yeah. Because a lot of different tech companies were making adjustments on the fly. They were just trying to get stuff done. Like mm -hmm. you were, you could really see that. Um, not just from a from a from a stock perspective, but you could just even pay attention to you know daily updates and daily news. Like, yo, this company's doing like this. This company's doing this. This company's doing that. Companies were literally trying stuff in Q1 just to figure things out. So some, I believe, will have figured it out, but I believe yeah. that some others, the numbers will show, you know, and um, it's going to I think now now is the time where you're going to see pressure come certain areas of the market where I think there's going to be pressure in um, is is a name like a Disney. Right. You know, time, time, time to shine. Right. Wait, 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 wait. You're right about that. So listen, the entertainment um, industry did get hit in March, okay? And you're getting hit right now still with layoffs. So you were you know, right. Saw, I mean, I'm not I'm not a big news person, you know, yeah. you know, but uh I believe I'm not a big news person. So I don't really sit and, and watch the news all day, but I know there was a lot of news anchors, you know, that were particularly let go today. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that wasn't completely just off the you know, the layoff front, but um, I think there's a shakeup in, like you said, in the media industry, even right now. Yes. Um, ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, he's even been, um, you know, he's even talked about it. Like, you know, so you're seeing, you know, you're seeing even some of the top people being cut out of their positions right now. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's something important to pay attention to. There's there's some shakeups that are happening, you know, even like you said, in the media industry. Um, so communication sector, one to pay attention to, right? Heading into, yeah. you know, Q, Q, we're in Q2 now, heading into Q3. 
So yeah. all those different things. So yeah, these companies, I mean, they're 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 still at this point in time, they're having to figure out, you know, what are we gonna do? They're making structural changes um on the fly. Some are gonna be like, some won't be like. So yeah. Yeah. So what what I could just say to just piggyback on that, and that's for everyone listening too. So Lawrence hit it, right? Entertainment is definitely on the on a decline, but so is the hospitality industry right now. So is mm-hmm. of course technology. Technology, they've seen a decrease by 50%. It's huge. Uh, what's also on the list is also construction, Lawrence, too. So that could be something that we should also be paying attention to in terms of like this different traction. So, yeah. yeah. Now, on the positive end, though, there are still other sectors, right, that are still growing in terms of this market. So as of March, we've seen an uptick in farming and ranching. So that's actually up by 11 percent. The utility mm-hmm. sector is up by 5 percent. I know oil and gas is also up 4 percent. And then you have education and health. We know that that there will always be in demand. Okay, we know that for sure. And business services as well is up twenty three percent. So I think that in terms of like when you guys are making your your decisions, as well as even locations, because that can also play like a big factor as well. I would just encourage you to um, pay attention, right, to like the also like the other peak markets. So when we're thinking about locations, because that also like impacts a lot too, right, in terms of like your livelihood. Right now we're seeing that Miami, Houston, Minneapolis. In Nashville, we're seeing the most job opportunities as of last month in March. Mm-hmm. So that could be something even like if you want to just. I was Miami, saying, you said Miami, Nashville. What was the other one? Um, Houston and Minneapolis. Houston, and yeah. yeah. Nashville is crazy. I heard Nashville is really growing at a rapid rate right now. Yeah, it's, it's growing. Like, it's growing. It's, it's a growing city, a really, really growing city. And then. And so and just like what, what Lawrence mentioned, right, with all of these tech companies right now, the biggest markets that are taking the biggest hits are New York City, Seattle, and San Francisco Bay Area. So we know that there's a, that that's definitely a direct correlation of where this market is happening right now. So gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But people still making M H very wealthy. Uncle Charles is funny. This is a good one. Um, yes. Yep. Right. yep. <laughs> it's a good one. Always a good one. <laughs> Yep. So let me go ahead and um, share my screen real quick. Hold on. All right. You guys should be able to share, see my screen. I'm about to go ahead and get busy so everybody can see my screen. You can see my screen, TR? Yep, I can see it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So I wanted to dive in. So I wanted to pretty much go over uh, pretty much tonight how I'm taking a look at these earnings estimates. Um, so we have Yahoo Finance here pulled up. So we know Meta Platforms has earnings this week. Um, so here on the analysis tab on Yahoo Finance, they do a great job of just uh, being able to categorize, you know, the earnings estimates and revenue estimates for the current quarter, but then the next quarter, also the current year and then um, the next year as well. Um, and then they, you also could take a look at the earnings history. So you could take a look at the previous past four quarters and, you know, what were the actual results in those numbers? So when I take a look at the earnings history, three out of the last four times, um, Meta Platforms, formerly known as Facebook, has actually um, came in um, lower than expected from you know the EPS estimate, the consensus, right? So you'll probably hear this word consensus used a lot. Um, you'll probably hear it on the television, et cetera. So the consensus pretty much comes from the number of analysts, right, that weigh in. Right. And the number of analysts that weigh in for in this case, you know, for this quarter, there was 39 analysts who weighed in. Right. 
and then your average estimate was two dollars and three cent your lowest estimate was a dollar and 14 cent your highest estimate was three dollars and three cent but your year ago eps was two dollars and 72 cent so a lot of times investors are looking to compare those y over y numbers which is year over year so your year ago eps was uh 2.72 um so that means your average estimate right now is two dollars and three cents so that would be if you were able to compare this from a year over year perspective out of the 39 analysts that actually weighed in with a two dollar and three cent estimate you're you're looking at you know pretty much for the most part you'll probably go ahead and take that 272 2.72 and let me times that um let's do the 272 and let's go ahead and times that by 20. so yeah, you're looking at probably about uh you're looking at probably about 23 24 percent type decline estimate on earnings the average so right now with the average that would mean let's say we came in at the average that would mean about a 23 to 24 percent decline year over year um on the earnings tip from an earnings perspective right so you're talking about pretty much um you know a slash on the eps earnings per share that's the estimate so pay attention to that um that's getting ready to come out now taking a look at this current quarter as well you know the average estimate is 26.72 billion dollars in revenue the lowest estimate was 26.76 the highest was 29.28 year ago they did 27.91 billion so that would mean a negative one percent year over year growth um year, excuse me year over year decline right so um that was 40 analysts that weighed in so right now i mean this is why I'm saying so right now both estimates are kind of lower than what they did last year, right? The EPS is definitely lower, the revenue is kind of slightly. So there's two things that happens when it comes to earnings. Sometimes um and let me actually come down here because this is going to be your EPS trend. Your EPS trend, right, is where you're actually able to see, you know, how has the EPS actually, you know, either um risen or declined um you know over the last 90 60 37 and what's the current obviously what's the current estimate so 90 days ago the estimate was really a dollar and 55 cents 60 days ago it was two dollars and it's pretty much been in the same range for the uh you know yeah. the past two months now the revisions the revisions is always something that i love to pay attention to because these numbers can always be revised so just because the analysts, the 39 analysts may have put an initial number, they can also come back and go ahead and revise. And what I actually just did when it came to the growth estimates, right? If you took a look at this, this actually did it. Obviously, it did it for you uh, here right now. So um, but that those were the numbers that I was pretty much giving you guys a little bit before. Now, if I take a look at the EPS revisions, there's been how many revisions up in the last seven days? There's been four. Now, how many revisions has there been up in the last 30 days? There's been 10. So if I've seen that there's collectively been 14 revisions up, but only one revision down in the last 30 days. So 14 compared to one. Now, we understand that analysts sometimes can be capping. You know, they can be selling you a story and giving you all this stuff. 
But if there's been 14 revisions to the upside and only one to the downside over the past 30 days, that leads me to believe that there's something that these analysts may know. There's got to be something. Um, and so that's what may lead me, right? When you take a look at the numbers, you know, this is why I say, for example, if we come in, let's say the average estimate is $2.03, but if we come in at $2.03, 40 cent that could provide a positive reaction for the stock if the revenue and the earnings beat for facebook facebook is going to be flying after hours if they beat on revenue and they beat on earnings you will see this stock move higher and if they give great guidance that's what people want to hear so when it comes to these earnings reports right a lot of times you're seeing you know companies be able to you know make revisions and revise higher <clears throat> different things like that. They're, they're making revisions. Um, and you're seeing these analysts, you know, revise for higher expectations, higher earnings, right? Or, you know, they're revising lower for lower earnings. This is where you would take a look at and kind of monitor that and kind of get those details. This kind of gives you some, some soft data to be able to take a look at. And, and it's pretty much spelled out uh, perfectly there for you. Now, another tab I like to take a look at is our statistics tab, right? So um, this can kind of give us um, an understanding of where the company is from a balance sheet perspective, right? You hear that word balance sheet. Now, a couple of terms that I really like here, um, and you have a couple of abbreviations over here and you got your notes. MRQ, for those that don't know, MRQ is going to be your most recent quarter. TTM is going to be the trailing 12 months. So the total cash is 40.74 billion most recent quarter, right? So that's about $41 billion in cash. That's what they had in the most recent quarter. Now, total debt most recent quarter is $27.28 billion. So not bad at all. Not bad at all when you compare their total cash to their actual debt. Not bad at all. So that's your MRQ, your most recent quarter. Now, your income statement, your TTM, which is your trailing 12 months. So your trailing 12 months is, uh, you know, obviously the last 12 months, trailing 12, the trailing 12, 12 months previously. Now, one thing that I really like is that net income um, to see what is the company's net income. This is solid to have a company that has a net income of $23.2 billion. You know, that's beautiful. Now, quarterly earnings growth year over year was negative uh, 54.80%. Now it is key to note, um, some people may ask, well, you know, Meta actually missed their EPS last quarter. Why did the stock actually go up 15, 20% after hours? Well, the reason why it went up 15, 20% after hours is because they announced a share buyback um, program. They did announce that. Um, and that is why I want to say, uh, I got to look at the exact number again, it slipped the top of my head. Can't remember the exact number, um, but they announced a share buyback program. Um, and so when they announced the share buyback program, you know, that caused a, a knee jerk reaction in the stock. The stock moved higher um, off of that. It, it ended up rising 15, 20 percent after hours um, from the, you know, the market being excited about it. And, um, you know, Meta's been on tear ever since. But it is key to note that Meta did miss their last EPS. Right. So. Um, return on equity, TTM. Why is the return on equity super important? So return on equity is pretty much going to tell you how much money is being returned to shareholders. So you as someone, if you're a shareholder of Meta Platforms, anytime or shareholder of any company, when you're talking about a return on equity, TTM, right? The trailing 12 months, 
That is how much money is coming back into your pockets as you guys as shareholders, right? Um, you know, it's the company's job to be able to return equity to its shareholders, right? Bottom line, return on assets, 11.92%. Um, Super important to for a company. And this is what a management effectiveness, right? So this is what management gets, you know, really great. This will not just, but they get graded off of stuff like this, right? Management effectiveness, like how are you managing um, and, and being able to return equity to your shareholders? That's one of the number one jobs and duties of a CEO, right? So super important for me to highlight. So that's how you can do that there. Now, we'll take it to the charts, man. Take it to the charts tonight. So um, let's actually come here and we're actually going to go here to the weekly time frame here on a meta platform. Mm -hmm. So if you're taking a look at meta, right, when, um, you know, top of this year, me and TR was doing a uh, tours, different things like that. You know, we were meta platform started off this year at 123.37. Right. So it started off this year at 123.37. So a couple of things to note this week, right? For the most part, meta platforms over the past month of April has been pretty flat. So there is a level sitting right here at 228. So it's important for you to pay attention to that level at 228. Now, if price can make its way down, right, it's either two ways, two things that's going to happen. Meta's earnings are going to come out. They're going to really like it. And price is going to be able to at least attempt to get back over 228 and could run to 244 if it breaks over that, right? But in the event that it's getting that it comes down, you're looking at 200 and then looking at 184. So this is a stock that, in my opinion, can move $20 either way. Either this is going to be a stock that's back at 190, 185, or this is a stock that's pushing 230, 240. Just as simple as that. And what I just went over is going to be your, you know, the things that you need to be paying attention to and looking at as to why, you know, that stock would, would do that. Right. Um, whether it's going to miss EPS or 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 make revenue, it's pretty much going to make or break the stock. So that's the analysis, like going into these earnings seasons, um, you know, and paying attention to these different earnings reports is is my job is to be able to get those numbers, see what the estimates are and be able to kind of, you know, sit back and, and, and really just kind of watch and be in the waiting game, you know, to, to kind of see you know, what's going to happen. So. I think that's super, super duper important for me to highlight. One uh, platform that's, that uh, that also can give you some of the stuff that uh, I was just giving you on Yahoo Finance is also here, Earnings Whisper. So Earnings Whisper is always super good. So it tells you Wednesday after hours. So Wednesday at 4 p.m., be paying attention to get the Q1 um, 2023 Earnings Whisper numbers. You're going to be getting um, you know those actual numbers that are getting ready to come out. Right. So, um, you know, it kind of tells you exactly here. What's the expected quarterly earnings growth, expected quarterly revenue, right? Previous annual earnings, previous annual, you know, so it gives you some. So some of those numbers I was calculating, obviously, by just pulling numbers, Earnings Whisper did it for you. So EarningsWhisper.com, great website to really use and have, you know, you got your calendar right here. It's going to tell you literally, you know, all uh, you know, the companies that given day, they're getting ready to go ahead and report earnings. So, you know, you have these various companies, you know, listed here. This is obviously Monday, you know, tomorrow, Tuesday, 6 a.m. UPS, Verizon, GM, McDonald's, General Electric. So busy. Spotify, PepsiCo, 3M, Rayathon Technologies, JetBlue Airlines, like Biogen. You know, a lot of these companies you guys are familiar with that are going to be reporting pretty much in the morning. Right. And then you have on the 26th. Now, 
One that I like, you guys know, um, I love paying attention to Boeing, ticker BA. So they did the work for you. 64% expected quarterly earnings growth, 25% expected quarterly revenue growth, 99% expected annual earnings, 18% expected annual revenue. So, um, you know, you know, with Boeing, Boeing is expected to actually have a positive EPS. So let's go ahead and take a look at the past here for ticker BA when it comes to, uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and take a look at ticker BA and see what it's been looking like the past couple of quarters. Now, mind you, you know, Boeing has been one of those companies that's been on, you know, the decline the past few years, obviously with the 737, you know, Max, you know, you know, the different issues that happen. And um, <laughs> you can kind of see the um, you can kind of see the what's the what the numbers have been like. I mean, in the past four quarters, every single time Boeing has missed earnings largely by more than a mile, not even a couple miles, not even a few kilometers. They've missed earnings like if you were to drive from California to New York. That's how much they've missed. That's how much they've missed earnings. That's the that's the type of gap that they've had. So when you take a look at, you know, Boeing, large reason why is this company's, um, you know, taking a huge financial hit um, and, you know, been behind the eight ball because of what happened, um, you know, because of what's what because of what's happened here. And I'm and I'm laughing because it's like I'm just looking at the number of negative eight thousand nine hundred twenty eight percent. I mean, man. Boeing missed bad that quarter. I remember that. So past four quarters, they missed every single EPS estimate. So 18 analysts weighed in average estimate right now um, of a dollar and, um, you know, four negative dollar and four cent year ago EPS. They did, you know, negative uh, two dollars and seventy five cents. So I think that um, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that Boeing, um, I think Boeing miss estimates again. And if Boeing miss estimates again, um, pay attention because at this level that it's at now, it's it has it's been sitting right right on 200 and hasn't really kind of broken below 200 so this mm -hmm. could be a catalyst if it can get below 200 for it to come down to 190 and come down to 186 but if Boeing is able to somehow beat earnings and exceed that will create a knee-jerk reaction in the stock and you will be able to see this thing crack 215 if it can crack 215 it's going to be off to the races so two ways. Obviously, the price action of this is super choppy, um, you know, super consolidated consolidation here. Not a lot of things going on, but just really, really, really watch it. Just pay attention. OK, right? so wait, you know? can you look up another company for them, too? Yeah, go ahead. Like maybe we, we can look at another industry, either like retail or consumer goods, anything, anything that comes up to mind. Yeah, let's do Target. OK. Oh, yeah. I need to go there tomorrow. So that's great. That's a good reminder. Ladies, I love that. Yes. Let's do Target. Target, as they call it. All right. So cool. So Target won't they won't be coming out with earnings um till May. So just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, but still we'll do it right now. Um, so when you take a look here at Target, last four uh last four quarters, they've missed three out of the four times. So they over the last four quarters, they missed three out of the four times. Now, um, you know, they've missed by that the last quarter, they actually beat by 35%. Um, so that was solid. But let's take a look here. So the year ago EPS was $2.19. The average estimate is $1.77. So one thing that you're noticing here, as we've been looking at a few companies, you're noticing for the most part, most companies are expecting to do less on the EPS side from an estimate standpoint. 
than what they did last year. Now, will it happen? We'll have to see. But this is the point that I was making earlier, where a lot of times these analysts, they can start to, and that's why it's good to pay attention to the EPS revisions, not a whole lot, just one. But the EPS revisions a lot of times show the truth because sometimes these analysts, they lowball, they lowball the expectations, but then they'll start to revise within the last 15, 30 days. Um, and when they start to revise, obviously that estimate can go up. So it's going to be fun to watch uh, $2.19 a year ago. Um, and then sales are pretty much right here um, are kind of expected for the most part to really be flat. Mm -hmm. So a company like Target from a consumer staple standpoint, right? Um, you know, obviously we know a lot of people shop at Target, you know, it's household name. You know, you see Target's pretty much in any city you go to, right? For the most part. So, um, you know, when you're taking a look at something like Target is sitting here at 164, kind of one of those things that I would love to pull back here and take a look at the statistics. Um, obviously, Target is, is one of those businesses that, you know, doesn't have as much cash, does have a lot of debt. Um, you know, when you can when you compare its total debt to, you know, its cash, total cash in its most recent quarter. Um, but it does have a positive net income of $2.7 Its quarterly revenue growth has been flat year over year, only 1.3%. Quarterly earnings growth year over year, though, has fallen negative 43%. So one thing that people will say is, uh, you know, its margins are starting to shrink. Um, I remember when uh, Target's profit and operating margin, I think, was about 6 to 7%. It wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't more. It was a couple about. Yeah, about a year or two years ago. So Target will have some questions to really answer for their from their investors, uh, you know, about and management effectiveness will probably be one of the things that come up. Um, but overall, what how can we get this year over year earnings growth back together? So, you know, it's tough. Like I said, when you're seeing a hit on sales, you know, court on, 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 on the sales side and the stock kind of pretty much expresses that. Um, Target's been in the same spot since last June and August, pretty much in the, just trading sideways. This stock has an all-time high of 266 and also, uh, excuse me, two, about 267, excuse me. So you see that here. I mean, you're looking at the history of Target. That's why I always tell people to like zoom out and pay attention to the bigger macro trend. Like you got to understand what kind of money is in this, right? Think about all the people who bought back here in the 70s, right? Target was a buck, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, right? And still and, and held through the test of time, right? So imagine you like imagine we teleport and we go back, we not teleport time travel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we go back to 1985 and we go take a look. Target was two bucks. I would love to go visit a Target store in 1985 right now and compare it to 1985 to compare it to 2023. So the reason I show this is. It's always good to be able to, because think about, I'll be honest with you, probably the people that was bought this in 1985, they could have never imagined it would be at a, 163 bucks, let alone have made an all-time high of 276, right? So, you know, patience, patience, patience. You're talking about if you bought this in 1985, you really had to wait. Years, decades. <laughs> you, you really had to wait 30 years to really be able to see some sort of real like life changing type uh, monumental type returns of, on money. So if you were just 1985 buying stuff, 86, buying 87, 88, 89, 90, it just kept buying, kept buying, kept buying, kept buying, kept buying, kept buying. And that's why when, you know, Uncle Charles, he talks about different things. Yo, I just keep buying, you know, Uncle Charles. 
when he comes on, you know, he just talks to us. He's like, yo, cut off the television, cut off the news, cut off the noise. I'm buying, you know? So if you had that attitude of, hey, whatever happened in 86, I'm buying. We know what happened in 87, inflation and, and, and Black Monday, I'm buying. 88, I'm buying. 89, I'm buying. 90, I'm buying. 91, I'm buying. 93, I'm buying. Dot-com bubble, I'm buying. I'm buying. Dot-com bubble pop. I'm continuing to buy, continuing to buy, continue to buy, continue to buy. We've got war in Afghanistan, George Bush is president, all this debt, economy crashes, financial crisis. I'm buying, I'm buying, I'm buying. Target fell over 50% during the financial crisis. I'm buying, I'm buying, I'm buying. That's the, so when you're seeing these different things, so when you're looking at this retracement mm -hmm. of coming from 270 to 163, just ask yourself, do you think less, do you think they're in these years right here, where do you think Target's going to be? These years, right? These years have yet to be written. 2035, 2036, 2038, 2040, 2041. I mean, we're stretching here. 2053. Oof. So, you know, so that's that's one one um one thing that I wanted to uh, you know, really highlight um, you know, for us here. Now, last thing I wanted to do on on, on the share of my screen side was uh, I wanted to talk about the VIX, right? Because um, I know I hadn't pulled it up in probably a few episodes. So the VIX is at its lowest level since actually here, since uh, this was actually the end of 2021, beginning of 2022. So the VIX has hit its lowest point in the past uh, 16, 17 months. So when taking a look at that, um, two things, right? The VIX hit in its lowest level, um, obviously, that's why we've kind of seen a lot of the selling kind of has disappeared from the market. But then also, it could be a setup, obviously, for us to maybe potentially see a little bit of a pullback. Maybe earnings will be that pullback. Maybe the earnings this week come out and they're dismal, right? I know I, we showed a lot of those EPSs not looking the best. Maybe the earnings come out this week and it's dismal. And with the VIX lining up here sitting at 1617, I want everyone to set an alert for the VIX on 20. You can do that by pressing the star here on your Yahoo Finance app. Um, going ahead and adding this to your watch list and going ahead and adding an alert so you can be notified when this thing cracks 20. My thing is looking at the VIX, I think there's opportunity for the market to pull back and the VIX to get back above 20. The VIX obviously being at its lowest level in the past 16, 17 months is really a perfect setup for the VIX to go lower. I mean, assuming for the VIX to come back and go higher and the markets to pull back and potentially go lower, right? So, you know, really be watching that. Now, if we can see the VIX get to 15, 14, 13, that's where you're going to see start to see the SPY probably break 420 and see the QQQ get above 327, 330. So really watch and pay attention, you know, to the VIX, set your alerts, and just wanted to highlight that for you guys. I know you guys have probably seen the market the past couple of sessions been just really a little bit choppy. I know today the market kind of um, it, it pulled back just a smidgen, nothing super crazy, but obviously earnings is, is here. So it's really make or break season. So um, that was my takeover for today. Hopefully that helps some people out. That was good. No, that was great, Lawrence. That was great. Thanks for sharing. Yep. Yep. All right. Awesome. So, y'all, I just want to just share a few updates in terms of this job labor market. Um, and then I'll bring you back over to Lawrence. So, overall, there have been um, close to 170,000 layoffs since January 1st in the United States. So uh, overall, like what we're seeing is that it's been a 0.6 decrease in all industries from March to, I'm sorry, from February to March. 
Now, on the positive note, there were over 236,000 jobs that were added in March, but there's been a surplus in April. This is what I'm getting excited about, right? This is why I'm really curious to see like where we're we going to be at in Q2 because there's a lot of momentum in Q, I'm sorry, in, in April, and there's going to be even more in May. So as of right now, there have been 400 and 28,000 new jobs that are um, that were added in April, okay? So you see how big of a difference that is from March to now? So I'm excited about that. Yeah. So, yeah, and then also, as mentioned before, like the, the top industries that are growing as of right now are farming, ranching, and forestry, utilities, and gas, okay? So these are the top three. So if you're interested in investing, I would basically it would behoove you, right, to move forward with this as of right now. And as a recap, the, like, the top locations are Miami, Fort Lauderdale. They've actually seen, it, um, honestly, an increase higher versus um, before we even had COVID that commenced. Mm-hmm. So I know, I know like, right, like right now, Miami is definitely a huge market. Now, in terms of unemployment, so as, what I said before, that there were, we have over 170,000 people that were impacted um, like by layoffs that are unemployed. But now we have a total of 1.6 million, okay? Now, these numbers are only reflecting um, as of last week, okay? Because uh, I'm still waiting to hear like, what the updated numbers are, and I'll have that by next week. Um, so I can just tell you if anything has changed on that end, okay? Also, let's see... Okay. Also now in terms of like all the layoffs that's happening in this market, this is also taking a big hit on retail sales as well as manufacturing activity. And then although, and also too, what a lot of people are also starting to see that in terms of banks, they become a lot tighter in terms of their lending. So this is also impacting households with, in terms of like them getting more credit as, as well as their businesses too. Yeah. 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 So we're basically saying like everything is getting connected here. Yeah, and I, I I think I've heard business credit too much. I, I, really? I, I have an amnesia how many business credit coaches and all that stuff. I don't know, man. I'm having having amnesia just hearing that stuff, man. Um, but yeah, man, I think um I think that's you know that's right. And I think one thing that I'm noticing is to the point that you just mentioned about people, you know, the banks being tighter. Yeah, what I've noticed is is that you know obviously the banks being tighter. I've noticed that some people are now saying they're business credit gurus and they're trying to get people funding. Yeah, don't um, fall for that. You know, so I'm I'm hearing that more and more as the banks get tighter. I'm he- I'm hearing that more and more. So yeah, nah. I know probably will have high interest rates and they're probably a shark. So please don't fall for that. Do not because they're in my they're in my inbox too, honestly. So yeah, yeah, I could yeah yeah sharks exactly. That's, That's a great word. Sharks. Yep, sharks in the water. Exactly. Yep. So now nah, yeah. I think um. You know, I think that's, you know, for the most part, pretty much, you know, it for us, um, you know, yeah. to kind of answer the question before we close out, um, you know, will, um, you know, will earnings soar or plummet this week? Tech layoffs could decide. I, I think obviously tech layoffs is, 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 is going to decide. Now, like I said, I, I would, I would lean, I guess I would say my pick going mm-hmm. in, right? My pick before, I think that, I think that earnings will actually still, I think earnings will beat those numbers. Now, as far as will the stocks react in a positive way, we'll see. Yeah. But I think that you'll see a I think you'll see some EPS in line and I think you'll see some a few beats. I don't think nothing will be major, but I think that because those EPSs have kind of been um, you know, lower kind of than expected. I think that you'll see some beats, um, a few of them. So yeah, that's kind of my take. Yeah, I, I can feel you on that. And I, and if you guys think about layoffs too, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be an increase in stock prices. To me, like whenever we think of a layoff, 
we know that that company's in trouble. So whether it could be they're losing market share, they're losing market, like, you know, they could be um, having a dip in revenue. So we know that they're like, these companies are facing a deficiency right now, which I think it's time for y'all to capitalize, honestly. So I see, I think, I think honestly on a positive end, bro, that's what I see where this is heading to. So yep. I'm excited. I'm, exci I'm, I'm just excited for Q2 to see what this is going to happen. Yep. Yep. So me and me as well. So I think, um, you know, listening to those earnings calls this week, that's going to be super, super duper important. Next week, we'll be back to really discuss and highlight and talk about it. That'll be the first show of May. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. I mean, like I said, we're here to pretty much provide and, and, and really give our take. Right. Um, no pun intended on you know what's happening in, in the labor and in the stock market so yeah. um, you know earnings this week we'll see what happens i think there will be a few trading opportunities i'm yeah. looking i'm looking to really capitalize off of some of the reversal opportunities like next day right i think like you know stocks after the day after earnings i think there will be some run-ups from even like microsoft right we didn't touch on them today but mm -hmm. microsoft has earnings tomorrow you know, at 4 p.m. EST. So right after the bell closes, Microsoft is going to go ahead and report. So AMD and Apple do not report until next week, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, just kind of keep that in mind that Apple won't be reporting this week as usual, but Amazon will, okay. um, and the platforms will. So Apple and AMD go next week and you'll see obviously a few others as well. So yeah, man, um, you know, continue. Wait, hold, on really quickly, hold on really quickly. I forgot to also mention this too, but I forgot to mention earlier is just the importance of these government jobs. So I have... I have like a lot of clients that do work for the federal government and I was told that they did not spend all like all of this funding. So new jobs are about to open up. So as of March, they even added 47,000. So if you are interested in going to the federal side, now is the time for you to update your resume and look at these opportunities. So if you're not on the federal side, you need to use filters that's called like um, open to public and things like that as well. And pay attention to these little clocks. If it's a red and yellow clock, that means mm -hmm. that they're closing their job very soon, which means that you will be prioritized. So I just wanted to just throw that out there. And then also the reason why I'm just really just curious to see what's going to happen is that since March, we've had five over like close to half a million people that were added back to the labor force. So that's why yeah. I'm curious to see like, yeah, what's really about to happen with this at the end. So yeah. Nah, nah, super, super duper, super duper important. So, um, so and, and, and week will be next week. So yeah. those labor reports will come out for, for April will come out next week. So exactly. We'll so we can really give you a real update on this. Yep. So now, nah, man, I just want to say we appreciate y'all. Me and Tiara Swain. Thank Tiara you Swain, Swain Thank Solutions. You She's back in the building, man. Back here full force. Um, I'm rocking my guy, Dantez, his new gear. One love. Shout out to One Love Clothing. Got me looking right today. So, yo, man, um, just continue to let's go ahead and continue to push forward. Let's get it, man. So. I'm so, so we'll see you guys on next week's show. This see has been later. a great man. So we'll see y'all next week. We're see out. you later. Have a great week on purpose. Bye. Bye.